to Make More Money Without Selling Your Soul with me, Polly Lavarello, Evergreen Marketing Expert. This podcast is for you if you are an online entrepreneur who's looking to simplify their business to scale. On this podcast, you can expect to hear regular talk about wealth, about selling, and about well-being. Because I believe these three core fundamental things are pivotal to your growth moving forward. Welcome to Make More Money Without Selling Your Soul with myself, Polly Lavarello, cushy business pioneer and evergreen marketing expert. And today we are talking about when specificity doesn't sell. Have you heard of it? Specificity sells? It's really, really true. However, what I see happening all the time is people misinterpreting the meaning of specificity. So not only is it a rather challenging word to say, as I'm struggling with on this podcast, but it is also regularly misinterpreted as to what that means for you and your business and how you should sell. And, you know, if you have any kind of offer, whether it's one-to-one, whether it's a group program, whether it's a £27 passive offer, if you're not able to sell in a way that's specific, you won't be making sales. And if you are misinterpreting the meaning of specific, you also will not be making sales. So do not worry. I'm going to be breaking down for you where people misinterpret specificity and where it can go so wrong with your marketing and your sales pitches and share with you the alternative. So we're going to wrap that all up in about the space of, I'd say, the goal is 10 minutes. And so please do listen to this snackable episode because it's going to make a huge difference to how you sell moving forward. And even if you are selling well, even if sales are not a problem for you, I find this can unlock that extra level of sales when you take this on board. Okay, so where do I see people getting the phrase specific sales and getting it really, really wrong. Well, it boils down to this. Some people assume being specific means number one, mistake number one, talking about the modality that they are using. They think being specific means saying, when you come into my world, I'm going to help you get that next job by EFT. And I'm going to take you through a time matrix. And then they start using language that the average person will hear and go, what on earth is this person talking about? I don't know that. I don't like that. I definitely don't trust that. That, that, That's all very well for her, but I don't get it. So I'm not going to sign up with her. So that's mistake number one. And I'm really sorry, by the way, if you like an EFT practitioner and you listen to this podcast, you'll probably hear me picking on EFT a lot because that's one area, you know, I mean, generally speaking in the holistic wellbeing space, this applies across the board. You know, a lot of the time we're so close to what it is we do. So I see this with hypnotherapists. I see this with like, you know, empowerment coaches, people in the subconscious transformation space. You know, we get into our own little echo chambers on the online space and we hear so many people using a similar verbiage to us that we, I don't know why I put a verbiage in in inverted commas, but we hear so many people speaking a similar way. It becomes so normalized to us. We assume that everyone else is going to get it too. No, they really don't. I mean, obviously it varies. You know, again, I work with clients. Some of them do want to speak to those who've got an elevated understanding of what it is to be conscious of what it is to be spiritual. And in which case, knock yourself out, use all that language. If that's who you're looking to attract, you know, if you're a coach who coaches coaches, talking coach talk, knock yourself out if that makes you happy. Um, But if you are trying to talk to somebody who is totally new to your world, 
then make sure you're meeting them, you know, where they're at. Okay. So specificity does not mean the features as to how you support people, particularly if it's one that people really don't understand. You know, it's a bit like someone coming for a job and saying, well, I've got a master's degree in in economics, so I I should come and work here. And while, of course, that is helpful, it helps you recognize, well, this person is hardworking, they've got, you know, qualifications that prove they know what they do. Ultimately, in the average experience, when someone's hiring, they're looking for someone who's like, yeah, but what's your experience? Do you have case studies? What happens to you when you're under pressure? Like, and that's a nuance that, you know, your average buyer is also looking for when they're considering working with you. They're not just trusting you because, you know, ultimately, if they're trusting you on your unique skill set, and let's say that's EFT or hypnotherapy or any of those modalities, then you're instantly comparable to absolutely anyone else who also has this modality. So that is also another reason why that really isn't serving you because people will immediately compare you to anybody else who claims to have the same skills and talent. And very often they'll go to the person who's got the most established brand authority rather than you. So mistake number one, when we're talking about specificity cells, that does not mean the modality within which you are supporting them, particularly if that modality is comparable to about a gazillion other people on the internet. That is not helping you. Mistake number two, I see this time and time again, and this is a kind of thing that happens on sales pages. And I, I it makes me so... Ah! <laughs> I don't think I've ever worked with one client and not being able to suck some of this out and say, no, 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 no. Okay, so what I'm talking about is when you have, when we're talking about specific, that you have outlined, when you sign up to this course, you are going to get five modules on desired transformation, 10 audios, three guided meditations, two bonuses. Um, What I don't like about this is that People assume, you know, like that they're they're referencing things like PDFs, audios, all of that kind of stuff. And of course, there is a role of people will logically want to know what they're investing in. This is true. And so I understand why people do this, because they've been advised, lead with the benefits, you know, hit them at their pain point, talk about their desired transformation. You know, that is the journey of a sales page. You meet your ideal client where they're at. You develop that trust by saying, hey, I'm this person, I can help you with that. You then outline the benefits of the offer that you're inviting them into. And then you back it up logically for the person who's like emotionally invested, but logically wants to understand what they're signing up to. And then you outline the features. Okay, so I like if you're listening to this and going, but I was told that was right. It is right. (laughs) It is right to have features. And Think about how you outline those features. Do not be lazy. Do not assume because emotionally somebody's bought in that when you get to the features, you get to say things like guided audios, PDFs, workbooks. That doesn't infer value. It doesn't. I mean, I know it infers value to you because you know you've spent the time developing those assets and you know they're phenomenal. That person doesn't know that yet. And I see this all the time. I see people talking about MP3s and XYZ that isn't where the value lies. The value lies in how it's going to help them get closer to their transformation. So I'm not by any means saying don't talk about if you have workbooks and PDFs, but talk about the role that they play in terms of how it's supporting them to get to where they want to be. So when you're outlining the features of your program, look at it through the lens of if they were to say to a friend, oh, I've just signed up to Polly's brand new four-month program, which, <clears throat> by the way, is launching this week. Um, but if they were to say that 
and their friend or partner or maybe someone else who'd be a really good fit for your offer turns around and says, well, what are you doing over those four months that they, in their own words, can confidently articulate, well, in month one, we're getting clear on my offer. In month two, we're ensuring that I've got a method for continuously growing my pipeline of dream clients so that there's continually new people coming into my world ready to buy from me which then puts me in the perfect position for month three, where we are going to launch. And then month four is about automating it all so that I can go off this summer, lie in my sunbed and wake up the next morning to sales notifications coming in without really having to do anything. Okay. That is, you know, still logically speaking to what it is that they desire. It's helping them understand what is the process when they come to work with me. In my case, I wasn't just making that up. That's my four-month program that I'm launching. But that helps them understand what the journey is. I haven't gone too feature-heavy in terms of what that looks like class by class because people will get overwhelmed. So that's another mistake people make. They they assume that by going really feature-heavy in terms of what it is that they're offering people, that people are going to be like, oh my God, there's so much value in this. But the average human being really values their time above anything else. And they will look at a huge long laundry list of classes or modules or whatever it is you want to call them and freak out and think, I have not got time for this. This looks way too challenging. I'm already overwhelmed looking at all the things I need to do. I will come back to this another time when I'm ready. And guess what? They'll never be ready because you haven't made it an easy yes. So those are the two things. Those are the two things. Do not lean so heavily into your specific modality. I know you've worked hard for it. I know you trained hard for it. You should be proud of everything you've achieved. And your mum's not buying from you. The person buying from you is not invested in you and your modality the way that you are. They are invested in themselves. They're invested in the pain that they're in and their desire to get away from it. They're invested in finding a transformation that's going to support them to get there. And ultimately, it'll be a trust from you, the ease of the invitation that you make, and the clarity you can demonstrate as to what it's going to look like working with you. But like I say, in point number two, when it comes to demonstrating that clarity as to what it's going to look like when somebody works with you, don't overwhelm them. Don't go feature heavy. And still remember that this isn't time to be lazy. This isn't the time where you kind of go, right, I've spoken in my ideal client's language. I'm going to stop doing that now. And I'm going to geek out and talk in my own terminology. You're going to lose them at that point if you do that. Okay, so nobody is spending thousands of pounds with you or even 27 pounds with you because they want a whole bunch of eBooks. They're doing it because they want the transformation. So, you know, there are various resources inside the new offer that I'm launching, but they're not what I'm leading with because that's not what my clients are buying. They are buying a freedom-based business that enables them to make money even when they're not on. They're buying the opportunity to have an industry-leading group program. Speaking of which, if you're listening to all of this, if you've been listening to the last few episodes, which have all kind of circled around what it is to be somebody who has a group program, how to sell it, how to build it, how to position it, all the fun stuff. If you've been listening to those and they've been helpful to you, um, there is a live, well, a live training. There was a live training. You'll be hearing this on Friday and the live training was on Wednesday. However, it is still available on replay. And this training is not like one of those masterclasses that you go along to and you get poked over here and poked over there and you're feeling all the feelings going, I'm totally helpless, please help me. And then you know, beautiful mecca of a solution is presented. No, this is a genuine 
training. And when I say training, I mean like a training you'd get if you came to work with me. It is hands on. You are implementing during this training. So if you have any lack of clarity around what your group coaching program would be, how you'd position that group coaching program, who you'd make it for, then you are the perfect fit for this training, my dear. And even if you have a group program and you're just like, it's not selling the way I'd like it to, or it doesn't feel as good as I thought it would feel, then again, this training is perfect for you. You'd just be looking at it through the lens of auditing your offer rather than creating an offer and it will work just as beautifully. So that is available on demand. All you need to do is click the link in the show notes below this episode. So please do check it out. It's honestly probably one of my like proudest bits of free work to date. So much love and energy from myself and my team has gone into this training. We really wanted to be able to give people the experience of learning and growing and progressing with me without the investment of actually paying to work with me. So it really is something quite phenomenal. And yes, I've also opened doors to a brand new offer, which you can find out more about if you go watch that on-demand training. So I hope you found today's episode helpful. You know, I am constantly coming up with new ideas for this podcast based on the back of the questions I regularly hear from people. So if you have a question and you're thinking, I wish Polly would answer this for me, I wish I could get more clarity around this, please do not be shy to jump into my DMs. Just give me some context, please. If you just ask a question outright, I'll be like, what? What's going on here? But send me a message and say, hey, Paul, listen to your podcast. Here's my question for you. Um, I want to make this podcast as valuable as possible. I am absolutely thrilled to bits when people get back in touch with me and tell me how much this podcast has helped them with their business. It really delights me that there are people who've never worked with me who have reshaped their business off the back of these free episodes alone. That just lights me up because, you know, I want to be able to help as many business owners as possible. My online business took me from being a single mom on benefits to now a multi six figure business owner who's impacted so many people. And it means a lot to me. And I I really want to be able to extend that to as many people as possible because it's changed my life. It's changed so many of my clients' lives and I want it to change yours too, even if you're not in a position to invest with me. So that training is a really great place to start. And yeah, that's it, my lovelies. I'm going to be back next week talking about how to create a seven-figure offer suite. So I'll see you then. If you enjoyed today's episode, please, as I always say, do not be shy to share it with other people and subscribe and rate it and do all those juicy, gorgeous things. I would love to have particularly some more ratings. I don't have many of those at all. I think I had five on Spotify the other day. So if you could help me with that, I would be very, very grateful. And in the meantime, the most important thing I could invite you to do is please do go check out the show notes. Do go and watch my on-demand training, or you can simply DM me the word diva and you'll also get access to the on-demand training. Can't wait to hear what you think of it. Bye.